0: Hi everyone, welcome to Perfect Corp's Beauty Tech Talks, where we dive into the ever-changing beauty tech landscape and how to master a digital-first strategy. I am Lindsay Colomeo, the Principal Beauty Editor for Perfect Corp, and your host today for our special episode on work from home. In an effort to alleviate some of the new challenges faced during this global health crisis, we're doing a special edition work from home episode to share our best tips and tricks for the remote work practices. At Perfect Corp., our brand is rooted in digital first strategy, and work from home has been a practice from the beginning. It definitely takes some getting used to, so today I'm joined by my colleagues f- to share their best tips and techniques for embracing the virtual world of work. Adam, Christy, Stephanie, welcome, and thank you for joining us. Let's do some quick introductions to kick things off. So, Adam, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do for Perfect Corp.
1: I'm Adam Gam, I'm the U.S. Chief Marketing Officer at Perfect. Um, basically heading up all the marketing and the strategic uh, development within the company.
2: Amazing. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Hi, everybody. I'm Christy Van Adder. I'm the AVP of business development for Perfect. Um, I live in New York City, and I work day in and day out with our clients that use many of our SaaS services.
0: Thank you for being here. And Steph, say Hello.
3: Hi, Adam, Lindsay, Christy, and everyone out there. I'm Stephanie Mansolf, and I manage all of the West Coast business development efforts from out here in California, working with all of those West Coast partners.
0: Amazing. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, I think we can all agree we've been accustomed to the work from home practice for some time now. So in shedding some light on Uh, To our fellow new work-from-homers, I'd love to kind of give them some of our best tips and tricks. So I think there's definitely an adjustment period that happens here when you're kind of figuring out how to merge both your home and your work life. So Adam, can you talk a little bit about some of the tips and tricks that you have that have helped in adjusting from the office life into your home life?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think the most important thing to keep in mind is that even if you're um, working from home or working remotely from another location, you're still working. So you need to, you know, make sure you're you're sticking to a schedule, and that schedule includes, you know, things as simple as making sure that if you woke up in the morning and you typically worked out and then had breakfast and took a shower, that you continue to do that, and that you also continue to you know, get dressed and make yourself look good because. Part of being successful at work is feeling good and, and looking good, I think, as well. We do a lot of things on video conference. Um, so I think it's really, really important to get that right uh, state of mind so that you can excel the best at your job and really sticking to that normal schedule, um, you know, taking breaks when you need to take breaks, uh, making sure that you schedule for lunch, and that you also make sure that you, um, you know, might have a tendency when you're working from home to work all the time and all hours. Um, You know, for us, we're an international company. So part of my job is to work um, on, you know, during various hours. But you need to make sure that you put breaks in there and really kind of set yourself to a typical day's work schedule or otherwise it's really going to get a little bit unmanageable. I mean, you're not going to feel as motivated as you normally would.
2: Hi, this is Christy. I'd like to piggyback on what Adam said. I absolutely agree. I think you have to schedule even things like a workout or lunch in your schedule every day, because you every day's gonna be different. You have different phone calls at all hours of the day and night, especially when we work for a global brand. But what I find is if I don't schedule things like lunch or a workout, I won't do them. So I actually need to be even uh, schedule heavier when I'm working from home, so I get those breaks in, you keep your energy up, and you
0: have that right mindset to be able to tackle everything from your home office totally agree i think there's a true importance in that routine and kind of establishing that from the very beginning um similar or in the same vein this idea of creating a space even if it's within your own space so how did you guys go from having an office space to kind of creating some form of that at home
3: yeah and so this is stephanie when i first Started out this company, it's definitely an interesting transition time when you're moving out of a traditional office setting and you're learning how to manage all of the things in your own space. I actually lived in a 500 square foot San Francisco apartment with my partner at the time and even then we had a dedicated desk space for me in our living room which we sectioned off with curtains at this point i now live in a larger space and we're able to have a dedicated office room and i find that really helpful since i'm able to go into that room and focus on work and then leave that room and focus on the rest of my life it also helps me limit distractions. so for me building that space was really critical and we actually started to structure our lives knowing i would continue to work from home so that I could have the space I needed to go into and really focus on work.
0: Totally, and maybe, um, Christy and Adam, I know you guys are in New York where space is somewhat limited. So how, even when you don't necessarily have a corner or even a room to carve out, how are you finding a way to at least create some form of that space for yourself?
1: You know, For me, even if you don't have your own uh, separate office space, You really need to make sure that you're working in an environment where it's ergonomically uh, suited to do so. So I found it really helpful um, to go out and get myself a laptop uh, standing desk uh, stand, which actually can then also sit on a table so it can go up and down, but at least it allows me to adjust my laptop so that it like actually works and I'm comfortable while I'm working. So whether I am, you know, have, you know, at like a dining room table, or switching to the kitchen, or some other location, I always know that I'm I'm actually in, a, in an environment that that works for me, um, where I can actually focus on what I need to do.
2: Yeah, for me, it depends on the day and the schedule. But if I have video chats um, in my second bedroom, I have really nice light, so I like to make sure that I'm in that bedroom for all of my video chats. But then I also kind of keep a little home office um, at the dining room table. So for me, it's kind of nice to go um, between the two. And that way, I don't feel like I'm like cramped in a small room the entire day. And you have kind of the freedom to move back and forth between the two small spaces.
0: That's awesome. I think those are really, really great tips. Um, so I know one of you actually just mentioned distractions, and I think that's kind of a uh, Ine- inevitable when you're working from home, especially now when more people are home than ever before. So um, let's share some tips about how you can combat some of those distractions, especially when it's in your workspace. So, Christy, tell uh, tell us how you can help that. Sure. Like,
2: I love the TV, so the TV is very distracting. I will watch the TV in the morning news when I'm, you know, eating my breakfast or having coffee, but once I really start to work, I'll turn the TV um, off or I'll turn it on one of the the music cable channels. So I like to have like a little bit of light music, um, nothing too distracting, nothing I'm gonna start singing, um, but something maybe without words that you can play in the background. For me, that that keeps the distraction at a minimum.
0: Fun fact, Christy has an amazing voice. So we would actually all love to hear her sing, but understand that that can be distracting. <laughs> yeah. Steph, how about you? Yeah
3: yeah and so i have a different scenario than the other people on this call cause i actually have a child who is home with us right now and so i think that's been an interesting adjustment but what's really worked for us for those of you who are now juggling childcare and two working adults is that we segment out our day. So we do scheduling in the morning and we split it up. And so one of us will go and isolate ourselves and focus on work and then focus on childcare separately. So we're still able to cover our job responsibilities and taking care of our family. I know that that's a common problem right now. And that's my
0: biggest distraction. Understood. <laughs> and what about you for, for you, Adam?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm probably maybe the opposite from Christy. I I do find that um, I I need to turn off like the music and the TV and those and those other distractions so that I can stay focused, I think primarily because for the majority of the day I am on a video conference or a phone call um, or um, you know working on certain projects. So especially if you're talking to other people, I find that you know I just You know, and I'm really staying, I guess, focused on the task at hand um, and then just working through my day um, through the various tasks that I need to do.
0: Absolutely. I think we touched upon it earlier, but this idea of finding a routine and something that works for you is probably one of the most important things. So every, the same way that we all probably have very different study tactics, I do think whether you're someone who needs music, who doesn't need music, who needs silence, what, what have you, I think it's just kind of important to identify what your ideal work environment is and where you can be most productive and kind of trying to mimic that as closely as possible in your space. Um, speaking I actually about-
1: think it's really important. I think it's really actually important what Stephanie mentioned because I I think you also you know do need to make sure that the person if you're living with other people that you that you set those boundaries with that with that individual so that they know um, when you're working uh, that that's what's going on and obviously I know Stephanie I'm sure it's very difficult with children because they're they're not going to go according to your schedule but for the for the adults uh, in your life I think that like that mutual respect of of the boundaries of when uh, you're on work. You need to be working, and when you're n- when you're not, you can you know take care of um, those other family matters. is is important to have, have that those set in advance.
3: Most definitely, yeah, I agree, Adam. Sorry, Lynn. Um, I was just gonna like chime in on what Adam said too, because even prior to um, having our our childcare out of service, I think there's definitely just boundaries you have to set with your partner or your roommates or anyone who's there to make sure that they understand this is my work time. I need to focus. And then take it from there
2: Absolutely. yeah my partner and i what we do is we print out our schedules every day and hang it on the refrigerator so if i can see you know that he's on a call from three to four i'm not going to barge in on his office space so um, i think sometimes especially if you have multiple maybe roommates in a situation it might be a, a good idea to to print everybody's schedule out for the for the week or for the day definitely
0: um, and then speaking of schedules and meetings, we kind of are entering this new domain in work from home of the virtual meeting. And this is something we the four of us have been doing for years now. However, I think it's a very new practice for a lot of people and this idea of new challenges that are posed by a video or voice meeting where you know, you're know you not able to see the people or you're only watching them through a screen. So. Let's help talk about some of the um, tech, both the technologies and the importance and some of the challenges that come with this new virtual meeting.
1: Yeah, so I'll start with this. I mean, the one thing that's great, and I'm sure we can all attest to this, is because we work for a technology and software company, um, we have a lot of solutions um, that you know, were given to us when we started our job, but they're actually great solutions for anybody at, at any company. So, uh, we heavily use a platform called You. Um, there's You Webinars, You Meetings, and You Messenger. Uh, the platform is really you know, great because it does allow you to connect with your team and your teammates on a regular, ongoing basis. I know that our entire company is connected on You Messenger. It allows us to really easily send each other group texts or individual texts. Um, it also uh, has the ability. To send these stickers and, and these and these custom emojis with it, which really kind of give uh, at least for us in our company a little bit of, of a culture. So when somebody does something great. We all celebrate it with a really positive sticker. Um, and there's lots of ways of, of kind of keeping that piece fun, but for for video conferencing on you. It's it's really quite amazing. You can really easily set up a meeting multiple people can get on it to either do a video conference or just do it with audio. You can share presentations. And like I said, there's also uh, a separate platform off of that uh, called YouWebinar, which lets you do webinars. So I have to say that the majority of my day is spent communicating on you, and I've found it to be a very sort of uh, seamless and easily, uh, you know, learned tool. So now that I have to say that everybody else in the workforce across America is kind of adopting work from home, we're seeing a, a variety of other uh, video conferencing platforms out there. I think it's really important for everyone to become really comfortable with that because um, In my mind, I see very little difference uh, between talking to a group of people uh, in a new meeting versus having an actual in-person meeting I, I find that we're able to accomplish just as much on in those virtual meetings as we were um, or people have in the past at, at face-to-face and yet you're still able to see the person and see their reaction and gauge it. Um, so you kind of have all of the, the niceties of meeting in person, but doing it virtually.
2: And one other thing, it, it really helps with speed. So if you need an answer from some somebody very, very quickly, if you send them a message in the you chat or on the you Messenger, um, you're able to get that message um, answered. Um, we have some of our biggest clients using you because if you send them an email, sometimes the email just gets lost in the hundreds of emails that everybody's receiving every day and it's it's hard to get to every single one. But if you send them a message in you, you can get a very prompt response and we're speed to market, we're we're quick, and I think if you get your company on you, you're gonna really cut down on emails and and get things done a lot faster.
1: Yeah. The other thing that I kind of think is really uh was really cool about it when I when I had started at the company is it really is a mechanism how most of millennial and Gen Z really are communicating now. So I find it that, that as we have all you know hired um, um, people who are probably like new to the to their working careers or maybe straight out of school, they can really easily adopt to an environment where people are texting and and then sort of that that instant messaging ability. Um, it's it's sort of uh, innate to them, so I do find it, um, to be a type of platform from a social perspective uh, that can, you know, really adapt to a work environment.
3: Definitely. Yeah, and then Adam and Christy just to add on to that I think that for me when I started this job everyone would say aren't you lonely not going into an office. Um, I never ever feel lonely because it allows our team to stay so connected through you messenger and I feel like I'm on video calls all day and I get to see people. And so I think if executed properly these technologies can really help to build that community and to manage a remote team and work with the remote team successfully. In a way that is even more effective than in the office sometimes just because of the speed that Christy mentioned too. even internally. I find that I always will use our you messenger software to reach out to leadership if I need a quick response because I want to respect their inbox and sending a quick note on you can sometimes be a lot more effective and a lot faster.
0: So I know everybody just kind of spoke about how we're using you to keep ourselves connected both internally. So Adam, maybe you can speak about some of the services that we offer that are helping to keep some of our brand partners connected in this digitally driven world.
1: Yeah. So as the leader um, in augmented reality and artificial intelligence solutions for the beauty industry, um, we have quite a few solutions that really do drive home um, the, the point of being able to connect to people digitally. So one of them, uh, which is our our public app, which is you can make up app has over 800 million global downloads. You know, it really allows people to have a complete process for discovering, trying, sharing and even buying beauty products. Um, and what's you know great about that is that a brand right now can list their products right on the app for virtual try on. People can experience it in a no touch environment. Uh, so, if they want to sample that product, they can do it all you know, virtually through augmented reality. Um, they can also do amazing things like you know, watch our live stream shows um, and interact directly with our micro influencers to do makeup tutorials where they're able to comment in, in real time and get responses back from our live casters in real time. We also have virtual beauty advisors. Um, in the app, which is really, really great because if you have a question, you're able to get that answered in a one on one individual um, uh, live stream uh, connection. And uh, that technology has actually even been leveraged outside of our app. So we offer uh, a program called UCAM Augmented Reality Training. Um, one of our brand partners, Estee Lauder, has actually been using this for quite a bit of time. It really mimics the, the way social media influencers work where you're able then to have one person deploying teach an entire sales force and use many of the um, things you might see in social media so people can comment. They can like um, they can also do questionnaires all through this augmented reality training platform. It's a great digital solution um, and then we also have launched our you can for indie beauty which allows. Some of the indie brands that maybe feel that they're being left out of this whole AR, AI movement um, to like adopt it and put it onto their website um, in a really cost-efficient manner so that they can now compete in this new digital environment so there's just so many solutions that we have um, that are all going to help propel the beauty industry even as people kind of move uh, you know away from a lot of the physical activities that they're used to doing um, in-store
0: Absolutely. Um, So to kind of wrap things up and I guess end this on a positive, motivated note, I'd love to kind of get everyone's last piece of advice for how to keep yourself motivated and connected um, even during this time of social, social distancing. So Adam, I'll let you kick it off.
1: Yeah, I just feel like the entire, you know, vibe of what we've been saying is that, you know, now is the time more than ever that companies that want to survive need to go digital. And that they need to go virtual and as an employee of, of those companies, you need to like help adapt it and accelerate that process of getting your company to be digitally minded. So um, that would be, uh, I guess, my takeaway.
2: Um, My piece of advice is use the technology for fun as well. I mean, you're missing your coworkers and your friends because you're not seeing them on a daily basis, so host a virtual happy hour. Um, I'm doing one tonight with my team at at 530 and everyone's going to, we're going to play a game and we're going to get to know each other better. We have a new team member. So, you know, use it for not just work, but for fun as well.
3: Yeah, and then I would just jump in and tag on to that, that, while this is a tricky time and we don't know how long it's going to be going on i think it's important to look at the silver linings and kind of what's going to be beyond this and looking out to the future and i think if we all can motivate ourselves to continue to work and to use these new technologies, then after this crisis is over, we'll have all these new tools in our book that we can use to make ourselves more efficient and better workers. And all of these companies will have faith in employees who have never worked remotely, which is something that's really important as we go forward. So hopefully at the end of this, all of these positives will float up to the top once we can get through it.
0: I love that mindset. I think now more than ever, it's time to lean into the digital age and embrace the power of technology, which is helping us to foster these strong digital connections in the virtual world. With that, I want to thank my wonderful colleagues and guests for letting me pick their brain on their best work from home strategies. Thank you for tuning in to Perfect Corpse Beauty Tech Talks. Until next time, stay safe, stay hopeful, and stay connected.